0: is eric corbin's looking for a measure of redemption tonight he would love to be wait, the wait, one to wait, wait a minute! Wait,
1: hold on! imagine Redemption for what? That's right.
0: He wants to redeem himself for not winning the Royal Rumble match last night. Let's not forget Renee. Baron Corbin became acting general manager because Kurt Angle was unfit to do oh, the no, job. No, 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 and no, and no, not that... he
1: got sent on permanent vacation. Yes, that's right. Baron Corbin was busy <laughs> kissing ass. He didn't get McMahon sent on. He ups. didn't
0: get sent on permanent vacation because he was doing a fine job. You have to realize every time you try to try to downplay the accomplishments of Baron Corbin. What are these accomplishments? Yeah. When
1: he <laughs> Money in the Bank and then. Ruined that as well.
0: Anytime yeah. you speak ill of that time period, it's an indictment. No, on every Stephanie. time I
1: speak ill of that. Listen. Kurt Angle just delivers another German superplex. Can record. I finish and my
0: thought? One. No, because when Baron Corbin was in charge, Monday Night Raw yeah. had the
1: worst ratings in its
0: history. So that's, that was because of Baron Corbin. Every Which is time
1: why Kurt Angle's an American hero tonight. Yeah, but Winning that has nothing no, to do man. with the
0: fact that Baron Corbin was handed the keys to a castle that was already in ruin. He okay? stole the keys at some point. Renee, dropped. stop. Can I finish my thought here? Shut up.
1: Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! No, oh, no, 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 no. What's the matter? Oh, I have a headache. It might be a tumor. It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor at all. Now what is the time.
2: Welcome to the Wrestling House Show, my name is Chris
0: And my name is Joey Yeah, and you know, I'm realizing now after years and years of doing this, Chris Maybe I'm going about this the wrong way I mean, Joey and Chris, those are good names There's nothing wrong with them, right? Correct But I feel like uh, lately I've been second-guessing all of this Like maybe if we open it up Welcome to the Wrestling House Show My name is Eric Bugenhagen And joining (laughs) me is Dominic Dijakovic Yes those are show business names. Those, that, that, those should oh, be on yeah. T-shirts. <laughs>
2: Absolutely, you have to you have to be long sleeve shirts. So you can get it all the way across. <laughs> they,
0: they should yeah. team them up and get long <laughs> sleeves, dude. You just you 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 doubled down on the whole thing. That was brilliant. <laughs> Didn't uh, plan that at all. I just wanted to make the joke. So.
2: <laughs> but this is, of course, the Wrestling House show. We're going to be talking about everything that happened in WWE and a little bit other. From the end of January, January 28th to February 17th That is post-Royal Rumble to the Elimination Chamber That is the segment we're talking about on this show But before we get to all of that There were other things that happened outside of the WWE bubble That it, we'd like to talk about real quick
0: Yeah, I mentioned you double down We're actually going to talk about Double or Nothing if I'm not mistaken Yes Yeah, well, man, it's it, best I can do okay.
2: <laughs> They did have the Double or Nothing ticket event
0: It's like a pool party, press conference, conference. pool
2: party thing. It was, I don't know what they were calling it exactly, but it was at a pool and they were talking about stuff.
0: I I felt that, not being disparaging by saying this, I felt that Monday Nitro spring break. uh, Yeah, didn't they have a
2: pay-per-view with a pool out there? One of the summer bash at the beach, maybe one of those. I feel like they did.
0: Maybe they at least had a remnant of a beach. Yeah. (laughs) On a staging area. Right. And they did do a lot of beach shenanigans prior to that however they were in las vegas during the winter time so not much could really be made of the pool itself they actually said that they wanted a ramp over the pool but they would have had to pay to build it yeah and they're not you know they have money but they don't have they're not made of money yeah they're not that last minute kind of money and plus someone would have had to go in the pool if you're going to do that and nobody's going in that pool i was
2: real afraid some of those fans that were lined up on the inside i was real afraid some of those guys were going to fall in the pool especially when some of the kerfuffle and, and stuff happened up on the up on the out into the aisle, you know, yeah, right. but it didn't. Everybody stayed dry, although some t shirts did get thrown into the pool. I
0: think it was at least one, kiss at least one, one got thrown pool, in by, yeah. by Sunny Kiss. Yes, <laughs> um, you know, he claimed responsibility for it. Hopefully, they didn't bill him, right? <laughs> Those were gimmies anyway i'd like a free shirt i don't know if i i would not have dived into the pool for the free no. shirt i would have tried to find some nearby hook yeah get one of to... those
2: little uh, net things that they have yeah yeah mm-hmm.
0: absolutely or even like you know something something anyway but sunday <laughs> kiss was actually the first talent out yeah because i don't count mjv as talent so <laughs> right because i don't count mjf as talent yeah, right uh, he's yeah. just there to make fat jokes and yeah. uh and see, that's the thing. I've never seen this guy wrestle, sure. and that's probably me being a bad fan. I've I think I've heard him do commentary yeah. once or twice, really? just going to random indie shows on YouTube. But he just he doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. I'm sure he must be a really nice guy in uh, in person, or maybe he's uh, maybe he's got some money. I I don't know, but he yeah. just seems like that local guy. Yeah, that's on. You could go to any indie show tomorrow and see a guy just like that and that's their gimmick, and it's outdated, and it doesn't do anything for me. It's not funny. Yeah, Yeah, it's supposed to generate heat, and I'm supposed to pay money to see him get beat up. But nobody
2: just, it doesn't seem like anybody cares. I thought it was, I did think it was weird that he was one of the first guys they brought out and when he did the thing on the last press conference that kind of bombed. Yeah, like, it did. I thought it
0: did. Yeah, I was actually watching it live, and yeah. there was a chat, and nobody like nobody, yeah. was defending him. Yeah. Nobody liked him. The people that w- showed up to trash him had good reason to trash this right. thing, and then the ones that were there to support it really couldn't say anything. Yeah. So that's a bad look. Don't yeah. use him. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Yeah, But don't use him.
2: Yeah, but other than that, there were a lot of good things that came out from this press conference. They did announce. I'm just gonna go over some of the like bullet sure. points, high right. points that I was you're getting me continually excited about. Yes, double or nothing. Um, the Cody did come out and say that they partnered with a couple promotions. They are partnered with AAA. Which, that's that's huge that's that's big deal um, that is
0: massive i mean the chinese thing was cool when they announced it in the yeah. first thing i was like yeah. oh cool that's gonna be that's, that's a yeah, nice niche the... that no one's really grab i mean wwe's trying to do the chinese thing too right. but you know to me this having a cooperative is yeah. way different yeah so and shima right there off yes that, just
2: shima like that i'm so excited about that because yes. i haven't been able to see shima wrestle in a long time yeah. ever since i was keeping up with uh, Tor and then Dragon Gate.
0: And that guy was supposed to be the star of the, the teens, you know, like he was yeah. going to cross over to America. He was going to be the next big thing. Yeah. I, I felt like that. And I mean, and, he's
2: been at some ring of honor shows here and there over the years, but yeah, I just Dragon Gate USA. Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, did get the chance to see him live when we went to that WrestleMania in Atlanta. So, yeah. Oh, So I am super happy about that still. I still have that picture. But yeah, I just thought it was really cool. I did not know about the OEW, the Oriental Wrestling Entertainment. Um, It
0: it seems like it's fairly new. It is. I went to their
2: (laughs) YouTube channel right afterwards. And it looked like last year they held like two single shows. And then they started a TV thing within like the past couple months so there's a few shows up there right now i kind of skimmed through some of them yeah and it seems like something that's new to them and to the country and to everything but it still looks like it could be pretty cool and if Shima's there and i've seen some other dragon gate guys uh yamato i think i saw him there who's he's a big deal in in uh, dragon gate now and he's one of the top guys so he's bringing his friends over to help um, get them some name recognition but also give them experience and give them some really really good matches.
0: Yeah. So you got them and then we went we did mention triple A. We shouldn't bury yeah. that part about it. I no, mean that's yeah, uh yeah. and with triple A you get uh, access to some incredible talent, yeah. like their cruiserweight champ Guevara, who, yeah. who seems apparently he's big on YouTube. That's not my generation, but uh, right.
2: Well, he, according to him, he's big yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, yeah.
0: And, and and as you'd want to be, but right. uh, you know, of course for me the draw is the Lucha Brothers. Yeah, I mean, wow. Like you know, I've been anytime I get a chance to see Pentagon Zero, Pentagon Junior, whatever you're yes. calling him this week, I'll make a point to do it. Ray yep. Phoenix, super talent. We saw him both at All In. And uh, the potential match, and as we now know, it's going to be on between the Bucks yep. and the Lucha Brothers. Wow. Yeah. I mean, just getting that right there, the cooperative. And I'm hearing rumblings, possibly, of an, an inclusion uh, cooperative with NWA is in talks. But there's nothing announced yeah, yet. I know, I know that. Yeah. I, I, think, I think they should both want to do that. I, and I think that's probably important to Cody, too. Yeah. They get that because, you know, you you have this great legacy that goes along with it. I've said it before. I don't know how much I've said it on air, but Billy Corgan deserves a lot of recognition yeah. and praise for what him and Dave Lugan are doing to bring this brand back. They're doing it in an interesting way. Those 10 Pounds of Gold series, you should be watching those. As much as Being the Elite is, you know, stuff that you should make an appointment to watch every week, sure. and along with Bacha Mania, <laughs> watch 10 Pounds of Gold. That thing is so good. It's a different kind of good. It's, yeah. There's no, there's nothing funny about it, but it's so well done, and it, it it's definitely it's it's for the feels sure. for that for that love of the the game and and yeah, watch it. So cool. hopefully they'll get that one. I think that would be a win-win for everybody involved too.
2: I feel like that's gonna have to do a lot with like New Japan and just all of those things since. All Elite is not aligned with New Japan now. Yeah. Yeah, I and feel I, like I, I gonna, they're going to have to start drawing lines, which is unfortunate.
0: Yeah, because I mean, I don't, I don't see the. I mean, at this point, I don't see the the New Japan Ring of Honor thing ending. So, yeah, and I mean, they yeah. they've got a lot invested in. They got that LA Dojo now, and yeah. I just I just don't see it happening. And that they, I think they should mutually and amicably, you know, part at some point, and, yeah. and all for the greater good. All, all for like, hey, we're all going to be fine. We're yeah. all still friends and you know we'll talk when we can sure. <laughs> like yeah. i don't see anything wrong with that yeah so because yeah i mean even wwe has set that kind of like standard almost to where you can't do that but no you can you can, you, yeah. you, you can do all, it
2: i mean all elite wants to change the world so hopefully they'll be able to work some okay. deals out to where you can even though you don't have a contract with these guys specifically maybe you'll be able to no. like an nwa can do both you know
0: and I still hold out for to me, changing the world also means that they insure their guys. Yeah, they for sure. they have insurance and mandatory off season, uh, if that's yeah. the case. If it if yeah. it's mandatory time kind of off. Yeah, yeah I, I think that that is two other ways to change the world. That those are the things you know. Of course, some of the social stride that they have made in their hirings, uh, that's also of course to be well spoken of. But yeah. I think that's the other major thing that they should really get into yeah. as well. and yeah. you know, we talked about Sunny Kiss earlier. That's the other thing is that I dig about that. And then it took, I guess, about a week or so or a few days for Brandy Rhodes to address it. But she's like, you know, without saying, you know, we're all inclusive here. But the fact that they have signed a handful of people that are in this conversation, because yeah. by default they have to be. But they're not saying it. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Know, yeah. Sonny Kiss owns his thing. Yeah. So anything you can say about Sonny Kiss, Sonny Kiss is going to say right to you. Sure i didn't know about nyla rose chris either. did you yeah. know Mm-mm. see i had to find out like third hand that that was part of that thing i was like oh yeah okay i mean i just didn't know and then kudos to all elite they said nothing they didn't yeah. go yeah hey, see yeah and, <laughs> and that's
2: the way it should be it shouldn't you shouldn't make a big deal about it yeah it's
0: just, it's just if they want to make a big deal they'll make a big deal
2: yeah in order to make it normal which it is yeah. normal yeah the individual has, has to make a big about deal about it. Of it. Yeah. yeah you and, don't have to talk about it, i should say you yeah know, exactly. it's just a thing yeah
0: but I, I i dig that that i didn't know i didn't know about nyla rose so like i said literally yeah. i literally stumbled into it yeah yeah because
2: <laughs> i saw that thing that tweet for brandy saying yeah we're all inclusive of all races genders whatever mm-hmm. and i thought It was just, okay, that's cool. But I didn't know that she was actually addressing certain things.
0: Maybe that's why MJF is there. Maybe that's going to be, he's going to be a short-lived character. And he will (laughs) get, get, like, rode off on a horse out of town (laughs) for saying something really fucked. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I'm looking forward to that, I guess. (laughs) Anyway.
2: Um, Other people, of course, we got to see Pac and Paige sort of interact. Yeah, Pac had a video that he showed and Paige reacted to it. Yes. Um, we saw that the best friends are going to be in All Elite, Chucky T and Beretta.
0: Very excited about that.
2: Yeah. Uh, Aja Kong is going to be in
0: All Elite. <sighs> I can't keep it inside anymore, Chris. Uh, you know, and I know you know this, but I'm saying it on air. Hmm. I will be attending Double or Nothing yes. with my better half uh, about a block away from where we uh got hitched. To see oh, yeah, uh, Double yeah, Nothing. Yeah. So it's a special town for us. We've cool. been wanting to go back for years. This was the opportunity and we took it. And it kind of turned into the whole, well, if I win the ticket lottery, then we'll think about it. Yeah. And we won it. I got into the got into the presale mm-hmm. and now I'm going. That's so, awesome. like, Asia Kong, man, I never thought I'd see that. Yeah. I I, I remember watching her on my television two decades ago. Right. But I've been seeing her out and about in some of the uh, the indies again yeah. and looks like she hasn't aged a day, which is frightening. Yeah. And I, I fear for the rest of the women <laughs> in pro wrestling for that. But yeah. uh that that to me is probably like my third biggest wow in yeah. even going to this. Yeah. So I got my uh, that my dream tag team match. And then something else that we definitely need to talk about, the uh, what is probably, I guess, has to be the main event of the whole show. Sure.
3: Well,
2: yeah, it was the last thing on the show to Uh Kenny Omega, of course, is part of All Elite. There was not really any doubt, I think, that they played it up as well as they could uh, up until he was actually able to say something because sure. his other contracts ran out.
0: But at the same time, man, I wouldn't put anything past yeah. that to not happen. Yeah. I, I I wouldn't. Never count WWE out as yeah, uh, even sure. though they're not the cool hip thing anymore. Yeah, I would never put it past him not to pull off like the coup of the century sure. and stealing, quote unquote, stealing Kenny Omega for Mully. Yeah. They obviously offered him a disgusting amount of money. Yeah, and a lot of perks. As the Bucks have admitted that they got offered the same thing yeah. at the same time that this was already in motion. But you know, so I wouldn't have put it past. Wouldn't I've been one of the least surprised people in the world if Kenny had shown up at the Royal Rumble? Honestly, yeah. And much in the same way that AJ right. got promising the AJ journey, it's a hard thing to turn down. First yeah, of all, for sure. So, and, but kudos to Kenny for staying in and being loyal to his friends. That's definitely a trait you look for in people. Yeah. And uh, I think it's I think it is going to be the best decision.
2: I think so. it. I mean, part of it's loyalty, yeah, because they are super good friends, but. I also think Kenny Omega knows what he wants to do with himself and his character and his career, and I think he believes, and I believe along with him, that this is the best choice for him to have. He's in the prime of his career. He has been for a while, and he's going to have better matches, his best matches ever possibly. And that's saying something. Yeah, that's saying a lot. (laughs) If he goes to All Elite, if he goes to WWE now... He's not going to have those matches because he's seen, I mean, AJ Styles has had some great stuff, but he's seen like Nakamura who's gone there, who hasn't maybe lived up to what we had hoped it would be just because yeah. he's kind of handcuffed by his position on the card. Yeah. And other guys, Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe's a great Finn Balor. So mm-hmm. there's so many, he, I, he sees that. We great. all see it.
0: And so that means WWE did it to themselves. Yeah. This entire thing, WWE did it themselves. Yeah, for sure. I was... I was trying, I was having a conversation with a co-worker of ours, this guy Jeff, mm. who's a good guy, mm. and he's an old school guy. Yeah. He doesn't really watch it anymore. Yeah. So, and once again, this is kind of the people we're trying to reach. Sure. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, I bring out the chalkboard, me and Charlie Day, yeah, right. and I'm trying to discuss how AEW even happened. Yeah. And I, I, I'm doing like this mini TED Talk, all while trying to do my job and doing this. Yeah. And after about 15 minutes later, it just boiled down to, and this, and this, and this, and they're doing this, and all WWE had to do was not put the makeup on on uh, Cody. Mean, That's yeah. pretty much all they had to do was yeah. not do that one thing. There's all these little mini things, too. There's, there's a certain amount of Dusty's legacy they have shit on. Yeah. whilst praising him at the same time. Yeah. So talking out of both sides of their mouth. Mm. But at the end of the day, I just went, and all this has happened <laughs> because of this one thing. Right. Basically. Yeah. That's what it boils down to. You can to. boil it down to it. Yeah. Yeah. So they did it to themselves. They did. And
2: they continue to. Yeah. So
0: yeah. <laughs> so why why would you wanna why would you want to go there if uh you've been hanging out with Cody and you've made best friends with him over the last few years yeah. and you're like, Well, he he's blazed it helped us blaze this trail. He was kind of the missing piece of that puzzle too. Sure. Yeah. You know, the Bucks and Omega had already they were already a thing. Yeah. They just you know bring it up bring it up bring it up but then of course it needs to be said kenny omega's opponent is almost kind of on the other side of it right and but just as important because he's a guy that where he is is where it's at yeah and that's that's very that's that needs to be said too wherever chris jericho goes that's Mm. where it's at for sure and always has been for me yeah so you think about it WCW was never cooler than when Jericho was there. Yeah, yeah. ECW was in its prime of its fandom whenever he was there. That's I mean, true, you could yeah. argue all these points, yeah. whether they're true or not. And whether <laughs> he's the main number one guy, he'll just right. tell you that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, wherever Chris Jericho goes is where it's at. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and he's been in Japan the last couple of years. Japan's been where it's at. Yeah. You know, now he's over an All Elite.
2: And that's another thing about a guy who... Different path, different stage of his career than Kenny Omega, but knows exactly what he wants to do. And he, and he has the luxury of just doing it because of yeah. who he is and what he's accomplished already.
0: And being that that guy with that one X factor that nobody else has. Yeah. How, how much of a veteran he is, whilst still remaining young somehow. Right. Like, even though, appearance-wise, he definitely is older.
3: Yeah.
0: However, he has maintained the brain that he had as a young lion, as a fresh-faced kid... Who's being held down by these old guys, and he just wants shit to change and evolve. Right. And I feel like that kid never died. That's the problem with a lot of veterans: is that their soul dies after a while. <laughs> and I feel like Jericho, he's like forever young. He's yeah. rock and roll, and he just wants something cool to happen sure. because he loves it. Sure. And I love that about it. And like that's that's why he, that's why he has that pass. I think yeah. is because he refuses to die and and get milk toast and just. Get your Hall of Fame ring yeah. and just be boring.
2: Like how many different versions of Jericho have we seen over the years? Yeah. And it's it's always him, but it's like a different aspect of himself. Yeah, know? And it's, yeah. Because you always hear about wrestlers saying, it's, I'm just being myself. It's just turned way up. And that's what he is, but it's all of these different, there's the, the suit Jericho, there's the, the top-knot Jericho, there's yeah. the, the flashing uh jacket Jericho And there's the Makeup Jericho yeah. It's all him yeah. It's all parts Of his personality And it, it fits Because you can Kind of see Where he is In his life In the character That he portrays On television Or yeah. internet Or wherever he goes
0: Yeah so, and so that's the idea. Never, and he's never boring. Yeah. He's never been boring. Yeah. He, he always
2: rein, he reinvents himself so many times.
0: His, yeah. his like, you could never find like a bad era of him, it's still way more fun to watch than most people's good times. Yeah. Know? So that's yeah. just, that's why he's the man,
2: you know. Yeah. So, yeah, all elite super excited still we're probably going to talk about it every show there's not anything new to say
0: right now it looks like there's going to be about they got about four or five shows on the calendar this year and looking for television in october they said they've got great offers jericho has even said i wouldn't be here if they didn't have good offers on the table yeah that are definitely going to happen now they just apparently have to pick their poison yeah you know, so yeah. And by the way, the cons aren't pieces of shit either. Like you think about CP, there's that, there's that thing we have in America. I'm gonna get a little social for a second here. Okay. Um, there's that kind of thing I feel like we have in America where we see, uh, people of middle Eastern descent with money and we almost think the worst, don't we?
2: I guess some people do.
0: Yeah. Some people do. Right. Like, Oh, this is like oil bullshit, you know, death money, you know, or, you know, blood money basically a certain but,
2: segment of the population does think that yes.
0: Thank you, Chris. So uh, Chris put the the truth on my uh, I'm not going to say reactionary that. based. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I'm just let's go with the pro wrestling standpoint. How have Middle Easterners been sure. booked over time? Yeah. Let's keep it in pro wrestling. Okay. There you go. So, how the, the way they've been booked uh, for our perception over time is that way. Yeah. Now, I looked up uh, the story of this family and I was pleasantly surprised to find out that the dad who probably doesn't have as much to do with this but his son is the fan. Like, I mean, mm. we're even saying the elite guy saying, we met this guy. We just like this mega fan that's in the front row. Mm. And then he tells us way later who he is. And we're like, okay, yeah, let's do something. Yeah, sure. Great. Yeah. Whatever. But really nice to find out that his dad is a rags to riches story. Yeah. He he came in super poor immigrant. Apparently, supposedly he spent his first night in America at a YMCA in like ghetto Chicago something for you know two dollars a night or something. Sure. Went to work for a car company, uh had the wherewithal to invent some stuff that went on a car that got patented by him and he made his money that way. I mean just yeah. bam blew up That's after awesome. that. And so just a just an immigrant that had the American dream and it is a true American dream and I love that. Yeah. So just uh in case you had any other kind of, you know, notions about not supporting Ollie. everything about it seems to be on the best possible level. It almost seems too good to be true. Yeah. That's the other thing yeah. about it. So yeah. that that's all I kind of wanted to just put the exclamation point on sure. it. Sure. That I am definitely all in, and I'm very excited about this.
2: I am as well.
0: Long after the new car smell comes off of it. Right, yeah. <laughs> so. We're lifers, you know. So. Yeah, it'll
2: be interesting if they do get TV on October because isn't that around the time where SmackDown's moving to Fox?
0: That sounds about right, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's
2: going to be a big end of the year.
0: And that's another reason why they're waiting to announce a whole bunch of things. I think yeah. they actually have their company in mind, but uh I think they even made. I think somewhere somebody knows, and I, just, I could just look it up, I'm sure, but yeah. what, whatever night SmackDown's going on, uh-huh. uh the one. Whatever night they're not putting a show out is the one that All Elite's going to be on. Mm. They're going to be on the one night. So it's either... They're not going to go head-to-head. Yeah, so not 100% sure where the SmackDown will be Tuesday or Friday now. I keep hearing conflicting things. Whatever one it is, or it's not, that's where All Elite is. So All Elite will either be on Tuesday or Friday now. That's cool. So... That should also, I just want to be able to watch it. That's the only thing is yeah. it needs to be on enough of a company to where, even if I have to wait a day, I can at least watch it on Hulu unedited Yeah, right. or, um, you know, hopefully not something lower level like a Twitch or something, but I have a Twitch account in case I need to use yeah, it. Right. I never use it to watch impact, but apparently it's there if I want to. Yeah,
3: right. Yeah. I'm Same.
0: So, but I need to be able to watch it at home. That, that's a legitimate, that, that legitimizes them. That's the other thing is it needs to probably be on Hulu, uh, I feel like, because again, Netflix is a delayed thing. There's no way of yeah, getting into well, of course. that. Yeah. So, that to me is one of the other major things, or unless you just have. I feel. I don't know. What, I what's feel, the other option, Chris?
2: Well, I feel like saying it legitimizes them is kind of following the old standard for pro wrestling, and that's kind of what they're not trying to do, but I see what you're saying. Yeah.
0: They don't need to give people another streaming service. Is what yeah, I'm saying is yeah, that yeah, yeah. is the best case, I think, as far as. Building your audience even higher up from the get go. Sure, Uh, don't make it hard on them. Make it as convenient as possible. It needs to already kind of be there.
2: Yeah, I'm already subscribed to three wrestling services. Sure, you don't
0: need another one, do you? You don't. You don't really need or want, honestly, because the the want is there in a perfect world. But who has the time? Yeah. So yeah i I see like 90 minute show a week an hour will get it done you know maybe keep it to an hour hour. yeah that's all i can really handle at this point i mean that's what a ring of honor is it's an hour and and they
2: do their pay-per-views and super shows and whatnot
0: all right but yeah
2: so that's all elite um we're getting to wwe a little bit but i'm gonna take a little bit of a side detour
0: yeah sidecast (laughs) yes
2: this is the sidecast
0: we we've uh, try been trying to do wrestling related movie episodes when we have the yeah. time, but we'll find it at some point. But yeah, uh, yeah, there is a release out right now currently that you can go watch in a theater. So, yes. as a wrestling fan, as a wrestling podcaster, or just anybody else in general, is it a, it's an important to support these things? Yeah. Just, uh, hopefully we get more of them down the road. So, yeah. Chris, is this is this something that we should support?
2: Uh, Joey is referencing fighting with my family. Sorry. It's yeah, we <laughs> to kind of dancing around the name there. But of course it's the movie that WWE has been talking about for a months year. now. Yeah. A year now. Yeah. Um, taking page off TV recently though is kind of a dumb idea.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess she actually was doing the circuit, you know, to promote it. That's the other thing. About I guess it, maybe so. that's what yeah.
2: it is. But, but yes, it is fighting with my family. It is the biopic of page who, it's crazy, like, she's 26 years old, and she has a biopic, but, I mean, she's done her whole career, unfortunately. Yeah, so, that's the other thing. Yeah. um She and... doesn't
0: even get into that at the end, does it? I know no. I'm skipping around no, here, no, no, but no. That's, a, so, that's, that's interesting.
2: If you know the story of Paige, which I think a lot of people do, at least the basics of it, if you followed NXT and WWE for the past, what, six years yeah. or so? yeah then you know the basic story of Paige and about six years ago I posted a documentary the BBC did on her family and this was right around the time she was having her tryouts for WWE and like the end of the documentary was basically she got accepted and she was heading off to America basically that's kind of where it ended yeah. And it's it's a good watch. I posted it again on the Twitter recently. But the movie, Fighting With My Family, did I like it? Yes, I liked it. I think it is, even if you're not a fan of wrestling, uh, you don't really know anything about it. It's still a good kind of, it's kind of a light biography about a person who is thrust into this world that By she, birth, yeah, yeah. She initially didn't even want to be a part of it when she was real little, but then she got a taste for it and she loved it, and it became her life as well. And I think it does a good job of showing the personal struggles behind. It's not just it's not just wrestling technical stuff. Yeah, um, that's actually kind of its weakest point is the wrestling really. technical stuff. All the inside baseball. (laughs) Well, in that it's kind of dumbed down to make it more palatable for general audiences, I think. Sure, I can understand that. Yeah, because like towards the end of the movie, it's her raw debut. And it's done in such a weird way. We've seen her do the training in the movie, and it's like, okay, it's presenting wrestling for what it really is. It's not a competitive sport, it's a cooperative art. Yes, and I in... like that. <laughs> is that from the movie, or did no, you make that I up? Just, I just made it up. Nice. The yeah. But the weird thing with her match against AJ is it's portrayed kind but... of as a real thing. as gotcha. of, So it's they, a little bit... They kind of do you... that
0: on Total Divas, too. Really? Sort of. Yeah, like so maybe that's the template they were sort of following. Yeah,
2: and I get it. It's like a boxing movie. You're, you're kind of behind them, and you want them to win, and you yeah. don't know if they're gonna. It feels... A Little disingenuous, yeah. I guess, I'll but say. maybe
0: the movie is just doing the actual replication of what we saw on Raw because we didn't see. Because you it know, is. the majority of people that watched Raw last night just saw the match, sure, they, had, they, they knew nothing about Paige, they didn't even know about her NXT background, sure. So, this is what they saw, yeah. So, I think they're just reenacting that. I get it, I get it, yeah. And
2: but no, I'm, I'm kind of nitpicking, but I did like the movie a lot, it does a really good job of showing how her and her brother were kind of going towards the same goal and she succeeded and he didn't.
0: That, that's the intrigue for me because I know next to nothing about her brothers. So that's the other part. And so
2: that's, that's really the main part of the movie is that relationship Yeah, and her struggles going to the timeline is wonky in that it has her going directly to the performance center, but the performance center didn't exist. (laughs) It Uh, it has her going right into NXT, but NXT wasn't what it was. She went into Florida championship wrestling. Yeah, So as a, uber nerd like myself yeah. i was like this is mm, well okay i get it but mm.
0: i haven't seen bohemian Rhapsody yet but it sounds like that's how what i'm yeah. doing that a lot when yeah. i go see it finally <laughs> but
2: that's not really the point either. yeah it's the point is the emotions the her parents uh Nick Frost plays her dad that's a big and, draw for me yeah, yeah. uh lena hetty plays her mom right. she mm. is perfect as Soraya. Like, I was going to say. Absolutely. She's the best. That's awesome because yeah.
0: that's a hard one to recreate yeah, in my opinion. She is super good. I nice. mean,
2: she's not in it a, a super ton, but she's in it enough. And okay. it's like, yeah, she's... Nick Frost is fun and funny. Sure. But she did a oh, great yeah. job. Her dad's
0: a pisser in real life. Yeah. I right? You know, that, that's perfect casting in yeah. my opinion. So, actually, Nick Frost is probably a little bit heavier than her actually dad is. Yeah, probably, but yeah. it, it's fine, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't even know Vince Vaughn was in it until like two yeah, weeks ago. Yeah,
2: he's the NXT head trainer he's he's her only trainer basically in this movie is he kind of is isn't he, is out, he based um, off of
0: anybody or I don't think, think
2: so he's like an amalgamation of like everybody I think that kind of trained her because he does everything okay so it's it's <laughs> it's watering it all down to make it fit it into yeah. an hour and a half a okay. lot of stuff is not addressed she was champ in NXT she was champ when she won yeah. the Divas title. Yeah,
0: the first takeover. That's yeah. kind of a big deal.
2: Yeah. None of that happens in the movie. Yeah. So it's its skipping a lot of parts that would muddle the emotion of that Raw debut. Gotcha. In that it builds up from, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can, can succeed. Everybody hates me. To, oh my God, I'm on top of the world. When that's not really how it happened. So know? they
0: sold the overnight sensation story. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right.
2: But, all that said, I enjoyed the movie. It was fun. It was funny at times. So, yeah, I would recommend it. All right, cool. Definitely support it because I do think that if it does well, which I think it'll probably do pretty okay, then I think we might see more of this kind of stuff.
0: Nice. That's a nice little tribute to the late Scene Unseen podcast there. Yes. And uh, that being said, putting you on the spot, Chris, I I have a ready-made answer for myself, but uh, who would... Like, just off the top of your head, who do you want to... If they do another one of these kind of movies, oh, yeah. who do you think... Obviously, I know Hogan's in the works. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth
2: is playing
0: L. Hogan. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that later yeah, yeah, on a different show. But yeah. whose story really gets to you? Uh, I know one that they could tell that there, it would be in bad taste. There, there's two that they could tell that would be in bad taste for them as a company. Of course, uh, Owen Hart yeah. or Chris Benoit. Sure. Those are right there. Those are movies in itself.
2: I think those are would have to be independent <laughs> productions.
0: Yeah, and I keep hearing independent productions keep getting set up, especially on the Benoit side of things, but they keep not keep happening. Maybe a little cease and desist might take place yeah. here and there. Uh, mine, I thought about, I thought William Regal. I mean, keeping, yeah. it, keeping it British again, but yeah. I think he's got an amazing story. Yeah. Just right off the top of my head, but uh, do you have uh, anything else? Uh, there's some obvious ones.
2: Maybe there. like Jake Roberts, I think, Ooh. might have a good one.
0: Um, yeah, maybe
2: even someone like Scott Hall, like people who have struggled and come back. You know,
0: and there's two good documentaries on those, and yeah. so you've got a basis of the story right there to yeah. tell. So yeah, maybe uh, you know, moving into the movie biopic side of things yeah. for those two, those two are good. I think Jake they're... Roberts. I think you should. They should definitely wait on Jake. Yeah, I don't think he's done yet for some reason. I think maybe that story of him fight, like the story I want to see yeah. in real life is him. Finally, at least becoming the uh, the promo coach at NXT Performance Center—that's the last thing I'm looking for uh, for yeah. Jake, because who better, honestly? Yeah. Uh, so hopefully that would be the case. That'd be cool because he needs to tell that tale—the whole story, is it? I I don't yell and scream, yeah, and I've never yelled and screamed, and yeah. I finally get to the point where I get to teach the next generation not to yell and scream. So not that they have to keep whinging on about it, but uh, yeah, that would be a good one. I like that idea. All right, so that's a good segue into WWE television, I think. Sure. So we started right the night after the Royal Rumble and all of its fallout. And yeah, they kind of... I guess at this point, and I'm not—I don't know if I'm uh, right with my timeline here. We're probably just about to find out about Dean Ambrose and his all behind-the-scenes shenanigans and wackiness that you've been yeah. reading on the internet. I think it was the day after the match they had on Raw when we found this out. And then you think about that, and goes, yeah, I guess that kind of makes sense, seeing as how that went down on Raw the oh, night yeah. before, whenever they matched up against each other, because yeah, it seemed like a big blow-off. It
2: was in yeah. a weird way, because you're talking about the Rollins Ambrose match, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that was definitely Seth Rollins putting Dean Ambrose behind him. Yeah, that's what that was for yeah. sure.
0: So, yeah. So do you? I, I have theory that this is a work. The Ambrose thing. I, the, I, I think they're trying.
2: He's running out his contract thing. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. I think I. I feel like there are enough telltale signs in some of these segments that I truly feel like this is storyline they're trying to do brian pillman 2.0 and i'm i'm rooting for it don't yeah, get me wrong yeah. i'm not trying to be too cynical about this dean has i've always said that dean has a pillman side to him yeah that they should show off more so i'm actually looking forward to being right about this one
2: i would be interested in that i hope you're right i think because these last few weeks they've just he's just done whatever like yeah. they, he's not a thing really he the whole bane ambrose thing is gone and it is yeah he's just some dude that's just doing whatever
0: yeah and see here's the other thing so they announced this thing right they they actually officially announced it on the page yeah. and all of a sudden he jobs out to ec3 then gets his win back yeah but then there's that thing where he actually like just made hunter look like an asshole in the ring and just didn't give a shit yeah. and you don't do those things unless there's something there. Now yeah. that being said, now Hunter, as history has told us and has shown us before, Hunter now has to get his receipt on Ambrose. Have they even mentioned that since then? Has no. that even... Mm. No. Like to me, there's these little things that they're they're showing us everything. They're just not telling us anything. Yeah. But I. That's another reason they, Hunter wouldn't let that go through. I mean, maybe he has a massive soft spot for the kid. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. You know, he was one of his he was one of his favorites, his initial NXT guy, sure. that kind of thing. So maybe it's just like, hey, you know, do whatever you want. I don't care. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I feel like there's those things that, uh, you know, even just those little interactions backstage. I don't think you'd get any kind of backstage shit if this wasn't a work. I think they would just have him go out, do his match, mail it in, and then they're going to be done with him. But they're not doing that. And plus the shield factor is the whole other thing, but... You know, I, I'm sure with you know, they announce that Roman's coming back to Raw to update us. Hmm. They're gonna use him in that somehow. So You think so? Yeah, I truly feel that way. Right. So I mean I that's why I think it's it's a bit that that's know. that's my two cents. I didn't even plan on talking about this tonight, but there you go.
2: I mean, you talking about just like mailing in matches, and I feel like he did those first two weeks. The one with Rollins and then the one with E C three. He's been getting beat a lot. He got the win back, but it was like a two and a half minute match and it was a roll up. And mm-hmm. I feel like that was just a thing to do the stupid 50-50 booking that they always do. And for whatever reason, to keep EC3 down, I don't know what they're doing with him. So, yeah. um, but
0: something I, just doesn't smell right to me. That, yeah, that's all. I
2: mean, it's weird. But, uh-huh. I mean, Ambrose is a weird guy. Sure. So. <laughs> I hope you're right. I do hope you're yeah. right. But I don't know. I'm not going to hold my breath but one if way he's, or the other.
0: But if he's done with WD, I don't think he's going anywhere. I think yeah. he's going to stay at home. I think mm. I, I've always heard that about him. He lives below his means. Yeah, he saves his money. He's got a wife who's got a great job. Yeah, ish. Yeah, <laughs> when she's not getting yelled at on live television for mm. something that she can't control. Mm. Um, and I just think uh, that would just be funny if if it is for real. Like the last night he's on there, he just deals on the announced team. That to me would yeah. make it all worth it. Yeah, like. Like, it's none of your fucking business. You know, yeah. like, shut the fuck up about about me and my wife and just leave it alone. Be goddamn professionals. You can't say any of this on television, but uh, that's what I want to say.
2: You want to see a, a pipe bomb from Dean Ambrose? <laughs> yeah.
0: And especially if he's done. That would be yeah. even funnier. Yeah. You know, so, I don't know. We could have a lot of fun payoffs either way, honestly, yeah. I think. Yeah. So, yeah. Time will tell. Right? I'm
2: talking about the commentary team on RAW, Because <laughs> I know you're a fan. <laughs> I teased it a little bit on the last episode. That the first week, or that we're talking about, January twenty eighth episode of RAW, there was a match. I'm I'm gonna, just gonna do this real quick, get it out of the way. Mm-hmm. There was a match between Kurt Angle and Baron Corbin. You saw this match, yes. correct? Yes. Do you remember the commentary?
0: Oh yeah, it was it was really bad.
2: That's the worst thing I've heard in like ten years, and that's saying. A whole lot. Because it was, and I'm not even putting this on Michael Cole necessarily either. This was Renee Young and Corey Graves screaming at each other for the entirety of the match about who was the worst GM. Something that hasn't mattered for like six months. (laughs) Like this has no bearing on anything, but they can't shut up about it. And they're trying to one up each other this entire time and getting louder and louder. Meanwhile, there's this boring match going on in the ring that's trying to recreate the Drew McIntyre thing that was a big deal to me that made me feel a lot of stuff because it was uncomfortable and it was sad and it was a little bit heartbreaking. Yeah,
0: And now they have to insert Baron Corbin in this. Now they have to put Baron
2: Corbin in it to do essentially the same thing, but the match was stupid and I didn't care about it and I didn't believe it. And I have these two people screaming in my ear about stuff that doesn't matter and nobody cares about. Yeah. It was the worst segment on Raw, like as bad as Raw got at the end of last year. That match was the worst segment on Raw for like I don't know. Yeah.
0: I'd rather uh, tune into the you know Sean Ding or uh, Ray Rougeau or uh, right. Yamaguchi and Funaki, even yeah. if I can't understand you. Yeah, I'm enjoying the show more probably uh, yeah. by doing that. I'm just dropping all the names I know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so yeah, that's I don't know. I just had to get that out of the way. Yeah. So that that was that on Raw. Sure uh, a, other on Raw, I guess Becky Lynch. We got to talk about Becky Lynch. Sure, she's been on Raw, but she's also been on SmackDown. It's the one thing that's kind of going to both shows yeah. because the the lines of the brand extension don't really even matter right now. During
0: WrestleMania season, it never does. Yeah, the man goes where the man wants to go. Sure. Though.
2: Yeah. So. Okay, my take on Becky Lynch. She was being real dumb. And her character was being real dumb. Yeah. Because Stephanie and Triple H both were actually being pretty cool about things. And she kept refusing. I get the whole idea that she didn't want them to take it away from her. Yeah. But the way they built the story up, eventually we know Vince McMahon comes out. And after Becky does apologize, sort of, she says the words. Yeah. Vince comes out and says, I don't buy that. You have been terrible... Your attitude is terrible. I don't like it, so you're suspended for real this time. And she did that to herself. I mean, sorry, she did because of what she did previously. She attacked Triple H. She attacked Stephanie. They defend, or Stephanie defended herself, but she attacked both of them when they had no ulterior motive. Neither Triple H nor Stephanie showed that they had an ulterior motive.
0: I understand that, but history leads us to believe that Becky was in the right about being initially. No. And I say initially, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. no, I, I think so. I think uh, Triple H definitely have given us no reason to trust them over the years. Come on. You can't say that that's not true.
2: I, I don't think that's true. Really? Yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah. We actually have a line in the sand here yeah. right now. No no pun intended. Uh, but, yeah, I just... I I, think... I
2: get what you're saying about the yeah. whole authority thing. but yeah. she's All you in... have to do
0: is look at last year's WrestleMania.
2: Yeah, no, I get that. <laughs> but she's, she's injured. She's clearly injured. Yeah. You have to go to the doctor.
0: I understand that you have to. Well, I mean, th- there is a bit of a hole there, I suppose, in the sense of maybe she should have, uh, should have had her own doctor, and then fair enough. That's if what then they maybe, said. and then okay, and then did they talk about her having I her own doctor? So, yeah. Okay, like she went to one of her own. You okay. have to go to a doctor. Okay, well then maybe it should have. The, maybe the way they should have approached it is she got cleared by, kind of mirroring the Daniel story yeah. without referencing Daniel, yeah. uh, in the actual show. Sure, is she got cleared by her own doctor? But the WWE doctor is him hawing about it. Yeah, Like, that could have been something, right? That
2: could have been... That would have given more credence to Becky Lynch's side of it. But up till that point... Okay, I get it. I don't trust Stephanie either. I wouldn't have trusted Stephanie. But then Triple H comes out on SmackDown and is like, Look, you have to do this. This is a legal thing. It's in your contract. We cannot let you compete if you don't get looked at by a doctor.
0: And I understand that, but then he got all dicky about it. So that's the whole thing... No,
2: he got got mean about it after she slapped him. And said something about Stephanie.
0: I, I understand all that, yeah. uh, but at the same time, once again, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay. <laughs> if Smith- Becky is the new Austin, yeah. which that's what they're, yeah, seems like they're geez. trying to do, yeah. and it almost seems like that the old man doesn't still doesn't want this to happen in real life or on television, sure. then you you just can't be for the McMahons in any way. That's just the way it is, man.
2: I get it. <laughs> that's not how they portrayed it on TV.
0: Really? You think that mm-hmm. she was, ju- I mean, I'm not saying that becky did make me uncomfortable yeah. during those promos to where i was kind of like well okay maybe she's taking this a bit too far yeah. but i mean maybe it's just one of those things where i mean you see me at work chris i mean uh, i have my moments where i'm just yeah. like i don't give a shit yeah no so i mean
2: i get it yeah. i understand <laughs> from the character perspective but what i'm saying is that okay put Stephanie to the side, that's what Triple H did. Okay, Triple H came out. Triple H has been shown over the past year or so, even in character, to be a pretty good guy, right?
0: Okay, yeah, and especially when it comes to the NXT kids, exactly, or his kids, as yeah. I like to call them, because yeah. she is definitely of that ilk,
2: yeah. And so, when he comes out and is like, Look, I get it, I understand it, I've been in your place sort of from time to time.
3: Yeah. Well, once,
2: yeah, he, once. Yeah. Well, I mean, competing in injuries and, and not wanting to give it okay, up.
0: Okay, that that's a very fair assessment. Yeah. Okay, sorry.
2: And so he's like, you have to do this. And he was real calm. Yeah. And he was saying, like, and she was bowing up to him yeah. for no good reason. Sure. And it, it made what he said seem like it might be true. Okay. And he only said that after he made a wisecrack about Stephanie. Okay. After she made a wisecrack
0: about okay. Stephanie. Okay. All right. So I think you've you, you've convinced me. In a sense. <laughs> I, I don't want to Corey Graves or anything. Trust You're me sure. on that one. I'm yeah, not yeah. trying to be like that yeah, or anything. I I just I guess maybe I'm I'm always looking at it from how they want the character to appeal to people, I, and yeah. sometimes I do fail to see practical logic in there. Well, but I mean, just I just go by what WWE has put in my brain over the uh, years.
2: I get it, but I also think that if they wanted to do that, they would have had to have portrayed Triple H and Stephanie in a little bit different light, after Vince came out and did suspend her, if they had smiled and they had put a camera on them and they had smirked or smiled, that would have turned me completely the other way, but they didn't.
0: So, you know, all this being said, knowing that they're obviously, Becky's going to be competing, whether this is a one-on-one or a triple threat. It looks yeah. like they're trying to make it a triple threat now. I hate
2: now. that. I don't want that.
0: Oh, I know. Yeah, they're going to... they're And they'll probably get their way when it comes to that, too. That's I the other thing. It. I don't want it. Yeah. No, I, I don't either. I'm going
2: to pout until WrestleMania. Sure. Like, until I see otherwise.
0: Sure. It should be Becky versus Ronda. Yeah. The only reason why it's going to be Becky versus ronda versus charlotte is because they didn't have becky versus ronda in mind yeah. so they're going to put their idea in front of yeah. it because like we spent all that time in building charlotte up for this match so she gets to be in it damn it they probably even so much promised it to her a year ago for all we yeah. know but doing that's going to
2: screw up both women's titles matches
0: oh it totally is it's going to make smackdown and mandy Os- rose and
2: oscar yeah and WrestleMania. as
0: a massive afterthought yeah. and it's super insulting If anything, if you're going to do that, then fucking put Asuka in the match, too. And have no titles on the line. (laughs) Fuck it. (laughs) I mean, seriously. Yeah. Because that that talent should close WrestleMania. Yeah. First of all, if you're just putting it on paper, then yeah, that match closes. Yeah. That is, if we are truly in a women's evolution, then this is the equivalent of the WrestleMania 2000 main event. Right? Yeah, yeah. And with a McMahon in every corner, too. And they'll make that happen, too. Sure. If, if if it has to happen, they'll make it happen. Are you bring Linda back out. I, I'm waving my hands around. I'm not even doing Charlie Day anymore. I'm doing right. uh, Danny DeVito in uh, fucking uh, Other People's Money. The commies are there. Trust me. Right. So, yeah, trust me. Someone, some writer that wants to get in good graces with them will remind them of that match and be like, hey, I got an idea. <laughs> and it's probably Bruce Pritchard, their new creative hire. Right. Okay. So, Let's let me dial myself back here a little bit. Uh, yeah, but it should that should not be the match that they're having. But because it was because the fans made Becky happen again, yeah. it is happening because they have to have their stamp on it. Rhonda should be enough of their stamp first of all. Sure. And just give us Becky Rhonda. Yeah. <laughs> and give us Charlotte versus Asuka. You know why? Because it freaking makes sense. Yeah. Because you had Charlotte versus Oscar last year. <laughs> Breaking a streak isn't enough of a story for yeah. you fucking guys. It
2: was the best match of the night. The dude. best
0: match of the night, and that's all. That's all you need. Yeah. Asuka should have the biggest freaking chip on her shoulder. Yeah, they got me going between fucking freak now because I'm so upset. <laughs> and that's all you need. It'll yeah. be a great match. It'll be. You can go out and argue that that should have closed the show. Yeah. yeah. Because. Charlotte Osaka is easy money, mm. and you know technically that match will be badass. Yeah. Ronda versus Becky will be a different kind of match. It will be a fight, and since they love closing mania with train wrecks now,
3: right.
0: as you've seen lately, yeah. then that's what they're gonna do. And those matches will be in the same position that they were two years in a row and then that's it that's that's what wrestlemania is now chris so why why are they even resisting their own shit (laughs) i don't i don't don't get that i don't know because it's it's, women probably it's it's women
2: (laughs) but yeah just pivoting over to smackdown i guess mandy rose like they're pushing pushing her hard like why mandy rose out of all the women on smackdown right now why are they pushing her for the title thing you're giving me a weird look right now
0: yeah i am chris (laughs) I mean, I like that I I get why you're asking the question, but you know why you shouldn't be asking that question
2: It's a legitimate question.
0: Oh, okay. Because we're still in an evolution, right? It has nothing to do with looks anymore. It just has to do with ability, right? I mean,
2: it shouldn't. I mean, I'm just saying it. Stop giving me those looks. (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) I mean, she's
0: the new Trish Stratus, man. Why can't you accept it?
2: Trish could wrestle after a while. She couldn't no, initially, know. but no, she I could know. after a while. I
0: know, but that's what they want. She's the new Trish Stratus, and that's what they're gonna and do. Even
2: Sonya Deville is better than Mandy Rose. Oh hell yeah, like a why, lot better.
0: Why, why a Galaxy, like yeah. to me, that's where the push should be coming from. Yeah. It, I, that's what I hope. That's what I hope Fox has on them. Like, yeah. hopefully, they, they don't want to treat their pro wrestlers like they treat their newscasters. Sure. Like, uh, but yeah, going for sport. Like, I feel like they could be like, no, Sonya Deville. That's where you need to yeah. be going because that would be great. That's the influence I want,
2: and why I mean, I just don't buy it i get, we're getting into a little bit of post elimination <laughs> chamber stuff with this, but I just for I don't think in any world that Mandy Rose would be able to beat Oscar fair title
0: no 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 at, at all, and yeah. you know if she wants to wrestle, great, but they gotta i mean here's the thing, maybe just in this day and age we have tag team titles now, so yeah. well we have women's tag team titles, so. You know, I think they need to find her a different partner, first of all. Yeah. Sonya's a single star. She has limitations that needs to be put into a tag team.
2: I think all the women are going to be paired off at this point. They're going to have to, to, to keep an actual tag division. Right. She can still do single stuff.
1: But...
0: Yeah, enjoy one women's tag team title while it lasts. Because yeah. either they're going to kill it off, or now we're going to have two once the Fox thing happens. Yeah. Unless they do exclusive titles, they're going to have to... Yeah. One's going to have to be exclusive over there. One's going to be exclusive over there. They may do it with men and women on different shows yeah for tag titles
2: just unify the men's tag titles and have maybe one on each show or i don't know what to see do. it, it gets very many titles
0: there's there's too much to think about yeah. because uh, while my initial reaction is yeah put the men's tag title on smackdown because that's where they know how to do it mm. at least well, they sort to, of kind I mean. of B- before <laughs> the yeah. history is a little better <laughs> right. over there. Yeah. Uh it's unproven on any show as far as women go. Yeah. Uh they seem to do they they seem to push it more on Raw, yeah. but SmackDown is the iconic, so then what do you do? So it's just sure. like it's yeah, very I mean, nobody
2: shake up after mania, so
0: Oh, there there's definitely going to be. They've almost said just as much. They have they've point. announced it already. Yeah. So yeah, I mean there's a lot of stuff that's gonna go down and so much so that it's making my brain hurt and yeah. I feel <laughs> like I've derailed this whole show for that reason. <laughs> Um, I will say
2: SmackDown. These going through these. What, what week is this? I don't know. We're all over the place yeah. on this. I really enjoyed the. Okay, first of all, why did Sonya and Mandy just did, get to name themselves part of the Elimination Chamber match when other people had to qualify for it?
0: They're vicious and delicious, right?
2: Uh, I guess that's. they What are they called? like fire and something. fire and desire yeah. I'm just, i just oh. wanted to
0: do my uh, wcw tribute <laughs> there but it should have been vicious and delicious 2.0 yeah that'd have been real no, funny no, people no, be no. like what the hell what the fuck is that yeah, like yeah. it's a tag team that wrestled it, twice it, chill out
2: it makes sense for what they're going yeah of
0: them. i thought that was one of the better tag names anyway yeah, yeah. <laughs> so well there's a uh, well, there's also the glow one the the fabulous glow oh yeah
2: yeah so yeah, yeah. that's thrown together like <laughs> obviously Yes. So I don't think they need to stay a team because, no. I mean, no. put Cronella back with R-Truth. Like, Our truth is the U.S. champ, but you wouldn't know it after, like, the, <laughs> the first, that one week he won the title.
0: That whole... I, that Okay, yeah, that was weird because uh, I remember I told you I was watching it, and then when he won in yeah. that really weird moment, yeah. I was just like, Truth, get out of the ring, run, yeah. get out of there, run. You run, you got the title, get out of there! Yeah. Like, Like, you've had a weird enough week, yeah. go! And then all of a sudden... When Rusev came out, I was like, "Shit, he's fucked. Yeah. Like he's gonna lose. Get out of there! Don't take the match. He took yeah. the match. He won somehow. I was like, "Run!" And he finally got out of yeah. there, but it took a took a, a TV rub for commercial to yeah. get him out of there. Yeah. But yeah, like that. They should still be together. And um, yeah, I mean, obviously that's an elimination chamber, uh, ex, you know, expedite. Yeah. Like let's get we, no, 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 the team out there. Yeah. Meanwhile, they probably should have gone more with a I think Dana Brooke Natalia thing, because yeah. once again. The other ones were kind of doing stuff already. Like, Naomi Arnett had a storyline, and Carmella was doing cool stuff with Truth, So it was getting over. So they didn't need it as much as an Italian, and Dana Brooke. Yeah. So they should have gone in, I think. Yeah. And I know you would balance the shows out, but
2: that's stupid. <laughs> Even like a Mickey James, Alicia Fox. I mean, they have a connection through yeah. Alexa, so why I'm not? I'm
0: looking forward to the Alicia and uh, Nikki Cross yeah, teams, yeah. how they <laughs> develop in <for laughs> the future. It'll be short-lived, for sure. Yeah. But it'll be fun television.
2: <laughs> Speaking of Dana, Burke and Talia, what was the deal? Like, did they ever have that match between the two of them? I don't... Because... Did you see I don't know, you watch If the they movie. were going
0: to, I wouldn't have seen it. <laughs> Dude, I apparently Nikki fought Ruby Riot on Raw. Yeah. I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. That's a dream match for yeah. me. I'm so pissed that I didn't yeah. get to see that.
2: But Dana Brooke goes in to after they lose their qualifying match, they could have just named themselves, I guess. They should have just done that. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: that's what does it for you. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but Dana is this they've had dumb segments lately. Dana Brooke goes in to talk to Natalia saying, Oh, sorry I lost. I was I was I was being kind of a jerk too, but that was just because I was trying to pump you up. And Natalia's staring at the wall and not paying attention to her. And Dana's getting more mad because she thinks Natalia is ignoring her, and so she st- yells at her to like, "I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna go get a match with you for next week or whatever." And then Dana Brooke walks off, and Natalia looks up and around and pulls like ear like oh. earbuds out of her oh, ear
0: okay. right behind her hair, and I'm like,
2: I don't even think they had that match though. No, like huh. think about it.
0: Well, at least she didn't fart. Remember they did that? No, I don't. Okay, good. It's good. It's good that you don't remember that because they did. They they made her a farter for a while. Man. Oh, okay. Ev- evolution, Chris.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Ooh, okay. Know. Okay. Let, let's let's. Uh...
2: Where where are we right now? <laughs> let's
0: let's go into some positive. Let's just talk about our three favorite matches for the last three weeks. You ready? Okay. So that last week of January. mm-hmm um uh, while well, there was some uh very good wrestling and uh usually like rod they didn't have as much uh they were coming off of the rumble and they kind of sit on their hands a lot of times kind of a weird show smackdown pretty much got the job done i really enjoyed the elimination four-way tag match
2: it was a good show because that was the one with the the two u.s title matches yes. and the uh, tag team elimination match yeah so.
0: Heavy machinery coming in getting yeah. over with the people I think they're easily a, I mean such a fan friendly team yeah they're they're fun to watch I hope they're not
2: too much of a comedy act though because that's gonna hold them down
0: they'll be comedy-ish honestly I think they're I gonna mean, yeah, more it's not so. gonna
2: let Otis have matches like he had with Champa if they're a comedy act
0: true I'm surprised he didn't do the um the uh it's not the worm it's the, the caterpillar uh, yeah he didn't are the caterpillar in the yeah. match did he I don't re-
2: uh, I don't think I don't remember seeing it yeah though.
0: So, that's good. Save it. Save it Dude. for later, you know. Oh,
2: he's going to do it in every other match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Do not worry about that.
0: Yeah, and uh, we got to see uh, Hideo Tommy's last match yeah. on 205. Yeah. As we yeah. now know, it definitely is at this point. It's
2: kind of sad, but I would. I mean, it was a good match for him to go
0: out on. I don't think he would have any other way as far as, like, going out than, than losing to Akira Tozawa. Yeah. It makes the most sense in the world. And you could, I mean, obviously they knew that was going to be his last match there because yeah. they had uh you know davari get over on him at the end yeah
2: and a lot of people i saw on twitter were like thanks thank you atami yeah like that.
0: yeah respect to that guy he even said well you'll see kenta very soon yeah. and uh so i'm hoping for all elite, but that's I the know. thing he's a legend he's yeah. got options he can go wherever the shit he wants he can go back to japan I, be yeah. a big deal again i'd like to
2: see him show up in japan
0: you want to see, you want, uh, where, where do you want him specifically?
2: I don't, know, I don't know specifically. I mean, he he could be one of those guys that kind of floats around and does, like, tours of different promotions.
0: Yeah. There's that rumor of uh, WWE finally trying to put their foot in Japan and get a, yeah. get a thing out there. Like, they have yeah. done with the UK. That's um, going to be tough for him. Will the it be, so, just speculation. Will, you think it'll be all Japan or Noah? I feel like Noah is probably going to be the one that does it for him
2: yeah probably
0: but that's just a guess okay so anyway moving on back to that uh speaking of the uk though i feel like the best match on tv that week was the main event on the uh was it the 30th or the 31st 30th yeah so the one between mustache mountain and the the just team that came out of nowhere yeah that is already one of my favorite teams yeah Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel. Wunderbar, which I'm
2: taken to calling them.
0: <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Man, wow. Okay. <laughs> that was an amazing tag match. Yeah. Uh, that was kind of like the extended version of the four-minute match they had on yeah. NXT yeah. with Lorkin and Birch. Yeah. So, I mean, there was just, I mean, yeah, just those guys have massive chemistry together. The fact that they're only going to get better over time is disgusting. Yeah. And they put in this amazing showing against Mustache Mountain. Go watch that match. January 30th, NXT UK. That is the match of the week. That's probably one of the best top-to-bottom entertaining UK episodes they've done so far, too. Yeah, it was good. Because you also got the debut of Walter and Oh Man. Mm -hmm. So, basically, if you haven't seen UK, this is a good one. Because you get this great tag match, Walter's debut in a nice squash, and you get to see Dave Mastiff do his thing. And... Man, is there any two more entertaining big guys in the world right now that are no, Dave Walter, Mastiff, or Mastiff, Mastiff or Walter? Oh my god. Can't wait for their paths to cross. Oh. They, they've gotta save it though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then that I give it like a year yeah. like just to build that shit up. And that'll just be like that attraction match yeah. like on Mania Week or something. Yeah. I mean people are like, Did you see that, man? Oh my yeah. god.
2: Did you see that? Oh, Dave Mastiff, he showed up in Fighting with My Family.
0: Nice. Yeah, he was awesome.
2: He was in one of the tryout sessions in uh, the UK,
0: and he trained one of the big time guys in UK. I'm trying to remember. I think he had a hand in training Pete Dunn or something. I think is what Probably. I heard.
3: Probably. I'm not sure.
0: But uh, I was like, oh yeah. Well, that's not that he's not talented. But I was like, I was trying to figure out like how they got got to him. You yeah. know, <laughs> like cause, yeah. you know. And uh, I like that. The, the other thing is, it's, it's nice. Like, it's almost like UK sitcoms and stuff like that. It's it's not like America. Sure. You don't have to all be models. You yeah, know, right. like, <laughs> you just need to be good. Yeah. And I love that. So, it's interesting. That was actually hate, kind it's of it's one, weird that it's a novelty. but That was
2: kind of one of the themes of fighting with my family. So, I, I think they even actually mentioned almost exactly what you just said. Really? Like, between America and the UK scene. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, continue.
0: No, that's all right. But, yeah, go seek that match out. That's, yeah. a, I guess, a good episode.
2: And NXT that week, uh, I like the Sky Pirates team.
0: Kyrie, oh yeah, Kyrie well, and
2: Shirai. Yeah, that's a yeah, no brainer. They fought sure. uh, Shafir and Duke uh, that that week. Um, you know, I
0: gotta say, man, I'm not anti Shafir and Duke, but they got a lot of work in front of they them. They have a man. long way to go. I, but here's the thing: they're already planting seeds for four versus four. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And they planted it at the Rumble, yeah. like right after that Sasha Banks Ronda Rousey thing. Yeah, the forehand actually got flashed twice. Yeah. One real under the radar and one right in front of yeah. the camera, yeah. but they're already starting that. But you look on one side, it is
2: it's super I mean, lopsided. Yeah. I feel like maybe they're pushing it because they're not sure how long some of the women are going to be there. Maybe so I don't know. But I was I was pushing for the Sky Pirates to get added to the chamber, like yeah. just out of nowhere. Oh,
0: they absolutely should have been. They in should the, have been no in the Naomi
2: Carmela spot. Oh, easily,
0: yeah. easily, and and no no disrespect to them, but. Yeah. I mean, even if they haven't tagged a whole lot, that to me just brings a nice buzz into the match. And it makes it seem more important and historical. Like, wow, they're crossing NXT into this. This is a big deal. They should have had a freaking tournament build up to get that entry in the first place.
2: Yep. But they didn't. I just wanted to mention
0: that. (laughs) Uh, Another really great story that this kind of, for me, ties a lot into the Worlds Collide tournament, honestly. Okay. So, talk a little bit about that. And also, as it pertains to our favorite match of the first week of February. So, all throughout the World's Collide tournament, which I guess only the result is really going to be the true canon of the company, unfortunately. Because, man, there was some really great wrestling in there. And some people... I mean, not that they won't build off some of this, but it's a shame that not all of it will probably be recognized as, hey, this happened. Because, like... You see, like, a different Drew Gulak in Worlds Collide than you really yeah. see on the other shows. Yeah. And not that he's really wrestling any different, but I just feel like he had a better showing in this tournament than he's had for, like, anything. Yeah. Pretty much since the Cruiserweight title tournament from last year. Where he yeah. was like, wow, he really woke up.
3: Yeah.
0: And then he did it again in this one. He's just really good at tournaments, apparently. Yeah. He can't win them, but he's really good in the middle there. <laughs> well, he's a technician,
2: and he doesn't need a story to make his match interesting. He makes it interesting because of what he does.
0: Yeah, and uh, it was funny because you know he's definitely a heel, obviously, yeah. and he got matched up at one point with Jordan Devlin, who's yeah, easily was, a heel. A good match. And they're both easy to hate on certain levels. Yeah, I, Devlin has no, like, I, I've no, like, he is a true weasel. He's a true heel. <laughs> I hate him. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good wrestler, but he's a dick. And I root against him every single time. Yeah. That's that's another thing we could talk about later, but it was him versus Gulag and it literally just turned into a very simple Okay, Gulag's from America, we're gonna cheer him.
2: You're
0: right. <laughs> like that was kind of the fun part of yeah. the tournament. That and the guy that yelled, Drew Gulag doesn't pay his taxes <laughs> And he's like, That's a lie. <laughs> Those are my two favorite things about uh, nice. that tournament. Nice. But, man, some some good stuff. There's a Dominic, lot of good stuff. Dominic Dijakovic. Yeah. If you haven't seen him yet, that's a good uh, that showcase was, for him that as well. Was
2: maybe his best match in WWE so far. Oh. I have, he was doing stuff I hadn't seen him do in other in his NXT matches. So, yeah. I don't know what the deal was. Maybe he was just trying it out because it was a different thing. I don't yeah. know.
0: I hope the Worlds Collide tournament becomes, you know, at least an annual thing That'd because... Be cool. yeah. It was just fun seeing awesome. different matches. It was almost like going to Mania Week, and seeing all these indie shows that we see <laughs> with the people that get signed, yeah, yeah. and it's like that because we've probably seen at least one of those matches somewhere, and yeah. I'm just forgetting. Yeah. So, like, that was the real fun part about it for me. It didn't look like the conventional arena that they're always in yeah. or staging, and it just had that feel to it. Yeah. So it, 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 I felt like I was there again almost. You know. So that yeah. was that was really neat. So I hope it continues. That being said, I really wanted to point out how awesome, especially Dad Jakovic and Gulak, were in the tournament. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we'll talk about the winner probably on the next show because that'll make more sense. Sure. Uh, but yeah, uh, Gulak shows up on NXT kind yeah. of out of nowhere, and uh, after the initial squash match that Jackson Riker had, man, that guy's entertaining. Let me tell you, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> he uh, Gulak opens up and it's like, oh, cool. And I'm thinking maybe this is a permanent thing. I don't hmm. know yet. I haven't yeah, really I heard. Know. But he comes out and puts himself over best technician, best stretcher, whatever, sure. what have you. And then Eric Bugenhagen comes out. Yeah. Now this is not the match of the week. I know. Uh, Gulak uh, dispenses of Bugenhagen, who is a apparently an air guitar world champion. Sure. That's definitely his character at least. By the way, I'm a rock guy. Hmm. I hate, I fucking <laughs> hate air guitar culture. I think it's Fucking stupid! As yeah. all get out. All right. I think it. I think they, look at these idiots that like rock and roll. That that's what it says to me. Okay.
2: I, I don't think that's what they mean, but I get you.
0: I know, and maybe I maybe I just don't know how to have all the fun, <laughs> but that gets on my nerves. Anyway, so I actually I'm I'm cold right now. I'm booging
2: <laughs> I I mean I don't care about him one way or the yeah. other. He didn't but make it, a good impression on me.
0: He's like uh, Rick Rude had a baby with uh, Joey Ryan had a baby with uh, who's another mustache guy <laughs> Dalton Castle sure. like, it's yeah, just yeah. and I should love this maybe I will in the future okay Gulak beats him and then he gets back on the mic yeah. and he's <laughs> that was that was the best because he says you sent me out Ben Stiller from Dodgeball yeah. <laughs> completely man, accurate, man. by the way. And uh, Matt Riddle comes out, and it's just like, oh, it's on. And I thought they were just going to have a match next week, but yeah. no, they're going to have the match now. It was
2: cool. It was a cool couple segments.
0: This is how you book good wrestling matches, too, because Riddle needed to win this match, obviously, because Riddle's on a decent roll. You know, his outing with Ono, I mean, coming off as a killer yeah. during that takeover match. So, he can't be losing to Gulak, as great as Gulak is. So Gulak has his one match before, then he has a super competitive long match with Riddle to which he loses. Yeah, and we usually don't get into spoilers on this show, but it's important to say for the point I'm trying to make, is that it's still a great wrestling match and you should go see it. And that's good storytelling. And I don't think that match hurt Gulak in any way. And I actually think it kind of helped him actually a lot because like riddles riddles very over and he's legitimate as a fighter in people's minds at this point uh you know so i just thought it was just really well done i hope to see it more in the future
2: super good match from two really good guys so yeah it was and I, i love those segments where it feels i know it's taped but it feels like anything could happen you know
0: yeah exactly I know you wanted the uh, Candy Floss-Zaya Brookside match to be uh, the the match of the week in the worst way.
2: Well, I mean, it wasn't even match of the night for the NXT UK, but it was super cool. Yeah. I really enjoyed that match. Yeah,
0: I I, I joked, but I just wanted to segue into that. Because they are two awesome personalities.
2: Yeah. I mean, and not just personalities. I mean, there's that, but Zaya Brookside, her last couple (laughs) matches, she's really shown her catchphrases fly with Brookside. But she mat wrestles a lot. She has a lot of really cool, fun to watch, like chain wrestling in her matches. Yeah, the match she had with Candy Floss on the week we were talking about, Candy Floss had the full Nelson. Ziya Brookside had the wrist lock, and that was what the battle was. It was can I keep this full Nelson on the whole time? Nope. Ziya Brookside got me in a wrist lock that she won't let go for like five minutes. Yeah, and that was that was the chains and the counters, and it's just unusual to see that kind of match in any wwe show and for these two really young talents to do that it's yeah. it's really cool it's really fun to watch for me
0: these bright colorful personalities yeah. and we kind of tend to maybe watch these matches this is going to be hard for me to get this point across but they kind of see it with their eyes yeah and not in the meat of it all like they don't yeah. the ingredients that go into it they're yeah. not really seeing that they're not seeing this chain wrestling i feel yeah. like some people may miss that and yeah. you, you do not chris yeah but I, I that's get a it. really cool observation in the sense that like i thought that was a good match yeah and maybe sometimes those kind of perceptions make take me out of it like yeah. obviously i am approaching this match on paper and on the entrances not in any way the same way i'm approaching matt riddle versus drew gulak and i'll sure. be dead honest about that sure but yeah, they put together some great wrestling in this match. Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: I and, mean, it wasn't super complicated. It was very basic maneuvers. Yeah, But it was showing that you can take two maneuvers, yeah. one for each person, and put together an entire match based on those two things. And yeah. that's it. That's all it was.
0: Yeah, I feel like promoters would look at those two and be like, okay, you're going to do some head scissors and drop kicks and yeah. stuff like that. But no, yeah. no. So, it's yeah. like when
2: you watch the Young Lions in uh, New Japan and they have their limited move set that they can do. They can do... Mm-hmm a Boston Crab, and a Dropkick, and a Chop, and that's kind of all they can do. That's like and the old
0: WCW video game from 1990.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they have to put together these matches, and they're able to do it almost every show where it's interesting in one way or another, and that's sort of what Brookside and Floss did in this match, I think, and yeah. what Brookside specifically has been doing in her last few matches for NXT UK, so I have super-duper high hopes for her, and I think she's going to... she's. She's only going to get better. Yeah. She's already good.
0: That episode kind of had everything, too. You had that. You had, uh, if you didn't know, you, you got a guy from Leeds that thinks he's a lucha. Yeah. And he's a pretty good lucha, too. Yeah. He's real good. Wild boar, Walter, what yes. else do you need in a show? Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, that's a wacky-ass Motley Crue you're mm, talking about cool, there.
3: Yeah.
0: So, yeah. UK's fun, man. It's, yeah. it's more fun than I thought it was going to be, honestly. Yeah. And I thought maybe the bare bones aspect of European strong style might actually hurt the show here and there. Yeah. But I think it's a big plus. It gives it a unique uh, vibe. Yeah. But also, uh, the characters are, are better than I thought they were going to be. Yeah. Like I said, I already hate Jordan Devlin. Of course, I always take off my flip flops in the house for Zach Gibson. Right. And, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> he's, uh, he hasn't changed one bit. <laughs> From that time, you're like, you got to see this guy. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but people just hate him. Yeah. Alright, uh, so yeah, that last uh, week uh, that we're going to recap here, uh, before we get into actually talking about Elimination Chamber, to me, almost equally as important, and I don't think anybody would argue this, but it's, it's, it's the same headline both times. Kofi Kingston.
3: Yeah.
0: I mean, this is going to sound, I mean, everybody's talking about Kofi right now. Yeah. Uh, you know. I, I got really nostalgic. I, I thought about some of our first episodes, if we ever did. Yeah. Kofi's vignettes. Like, yeah. that was, like, just happening Yeah. And some of our first ever episodes. Yeah. Episodes you'll never hear again. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah. But we've come a long way from the beach in Jamaican Banks. <laughs> I was going to all... bring
2: that up. One of my favorite moments of all time. The Jamaican Banks.
0: Yeah. Well, if you can find it, you can make that the ghost <laughs> track. I'll even allow it. Okay. But we've come a long way from that. We've come a long way from the non uh interview promo thing yeah. that happened to him. And, you know, just the, uh, I mean, you can have all the title history in the world, and I think they kind of have basically said just as much here. Yeah. Look at all these titles that Kofi Kingston has. He's done it all, hasn't he? No. No. Yeah um and to me the new day like the new day have done more than you could ever possibly imagine and i've always loved the new day i I rooted for them initially even though i thought the gimmick was lame initially yeah i i was like all these guys are gonna do really well maybe not this time it
2: evolved into something else that they wanted to be it was put upon them but they turned it into something that they wanted it yeah, to be. It
0: started off as a pseudo-militant intellectual thing. Yeah. Then it turned into this rave-up gospel thing. Yeah. But they made the most of it. Mm. But the whole thing with Kofi is that... And that's the other interesting thing about the New Day. Is that you never got any kind of feeling that Kofi was the leader. Yeah. Even though it's kind of always... Xavier was positioned as the leader initially. He was the yeah. Buddy Roberts, yeah. uh, if you will. Yeah. Uh, He steered the boat. Yeah. Kofi was the veteran. Biggie was the muscle. And, you know, it's going to work out, right? Mm -hmm. But never at any time was it seemed like Kofi should be the captain of the team because it's just Kofi, man. We like Kofi. And I got to say, all the frustrations as a fan and all that stuff, I felt all that shit for him in his SmackDown match. We're talking about the gauntlet match. Let's officially just say this. The gauntlet match. Kofi is brought in as a last-minute replacement. They even announced him just prior to the match as yeah. he's the participant that will represent the New Day. Mm-hmm. And I do dig the fact that every time they've needed a bailout, they've gone to the New Day here. Yeah. This is not the first time.
2: Yeah, they know what they have with them.
0: Yeah, this is always going to work. Yeah. So why haven't we done more with these? you start thinking yeah. about those things. Hopefully they will too. Yeah. But I got to say, man, that was great payoff for the, uh, finally making you feel like you deserve a little something for all the time you've put in here mm. guys like us that have been watching Kofi since 2007. Yeah. And that moment was everything, wasn't it?
2: Yeah. I, it, I mean, I want more, but huh. it was, I've never lost faith in like Kofi. And it's always been like, you get to the point where you see him in all these Royal rumbles and he always does his rumble spot and gets eliminated. you, you still want him to win, but you kind of know he's not, and so you kind of fall into that thing where it's always going to be a fun time, but he's not going to win. And that's, but with this gauntlet match, he starts off with the champ, and he pins the champ in yep. that first matchup, in that gauntlet match. Yeah. That, and that was a super long, it was like 20-something minutes, I yeah. think, for that first fall.
0: But here's the other thing. All that being said, the stuff that you just said, that stuff's great. Mm. It's not out of the universe that that could have happened even on a SmackDown, especially prior to a big event like the Elimination Chamber. Yeah. That right there is the part I needed for them to legitimize Kofi being in the chamber. Yeah. They don't have to do that in our eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that one part did it maybe for a few other people or a good percentage of them.
2: That's definitely what that was, but Kofi made it more than that.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Like, So he gets through Daniel <laughs> and then Jeff Hardy comes out. And I was like, okay, I think you can do this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not for nothing, but yeah. yeah. And he does. And then Joe comes out. I'm like, okay, here we go. Yeah. He's out. He's, this is going to take two minutes. And it didn't happen. Yeah. And it kept not happening. And I think that match almost went on as long as the Daniel thing. Or at least they, it seemed won like. He in a while. And then he beat Joe. And then Joe got really mad. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: And of course he would. You know, so I mean this all played into decent reality of how I see these characters Yeah, the only one that was out of place was Kofi. Yeah, because this didn't seem like Kofi Kingston the professional wrestler guy from the new day This seemed like Kofi Kingston uh, the guy the family man right the sense of urgency and of course It's the AJ segment that really does it. Yeah, because AJ comes out to save him from Joe and it almost seemed like Kofi was pissed off that he even did that.
3: Yeah. He,
0: he thought that AJ was patronizing him, and he was to a point. In a way. But that's the way Kofi saw it. Yeah. I mean, that to me is, there's a lot of layers there. Yeah, there is. Yeah. But what when he bowed up to AJ, that to me was a 12-year payoff. Yeah. That was an amazing moment. And I hope that is never buried in the timeline of great moments in SmackDown.
2: I I don't think it will. I don't think it should. Because this, like we were saying, Kofi made this something more than what it was intended to do. It was intended to promote the Elimination Chamber and make sure that, okay, this one guy that we had in this spot, unfortunately he's injured, he'll bounce back. Mustafa Ali is going to be alright. But Kofi is... Maybe not in the twilight of his career, but he's up there. I mean, yeah. he's been there a long time. Sure, and his and body's
0: got to be feeling it at he, this point.
2: He may not get many more chances like this, any more chances like yeah. this, maybe. So I, he we, made the most of it, and it's one of those things where you give a guy the opportunity to shine, and he shone brighter than anything else. He made it all about himself.
0: Yeah. And that, to me, sold the the show as much as we're talking ace guys. We're talking yeah. Heyman cena someone all they have to do is get on a mic yeah. to sell you on this match yeah. kofi had to do it with the blood sweat and tears yeah and not a lot of guys are asked to do that and yeah. he did it and he did it better than anybody i've ever seen do it yeah
2: because he is one of the best and you do kind of forget it when he's dancing around and throwing pancakes into the crowd sure. i think yeah, people do forget it but he is and we've always the reason they go to new day whenever they have a hole in the show is because they're three of the best guys and they're yeah. always going to do super great things yeah, for whatever you need yeah and Kofi's the one that's been kind of guiding these other two yeah. Woods and E are great Kofi is phenomenal yeah like he's yeah. he's a star I think all three of those Kofi probably wouldn't say it no, but Woods no. and E definitely would yeah and I've been watching some of the interviews like um, on Smackdown and after the chamber and just behind the scenes and New Day is exactly what I want in like a trio of guys that are supportive of each other yeah there's no sense of uh fakeness yeah. or like backbiting or anything they're like all that.
0: they all seem ride or die guys like yeah. for each other yeah like they, they can call each other at five o'clock in the morning for anything and
2: they're all super supportive of each other yeah. and like Big E was tearing up talking about kofi and what he meant to him and like what it means to big e for kofi to succeed in the level he's succeeding these past few weeks yeah That made Big E tear up. Yeah. Like, that's how much it means to him. They got me. and It's so cool.
0: And I don't want to spoil the... I think everybody should see this Scotland match. I don't want to spoil that. So, I'm going to leave it on the table right now as that. And just segue into that chamber match. Sure. They got me. Like, they got me. I got emotional watching it. The the ending was super emotional. And then everything they did with him at the end... What I'm talking about New Day. Yeah. Really got me. Like, when they went to pick him up. And then when he stopped at the stairs. Yeah. And they just sat down and had a moment yeah and it was just so cool and i love that stuff you can't script that stuff yeah and everything you were just saying right there it was right there on the show they didn't say anything they didn't have to yeah and uh yeah so that's the runaway portion of elimination chamber infinitely better for the inclusion of kofi yeah I mean, God, and everybody worked their butts off. I'm not yeah. trying to, you know, talk anybody down. Everybody did their job, and they did their job pretty amazingly. And maybe with the exception of, in the whole show, I don't know, uh, Tamina and Naya. But yeah. everybody everybody else was awesome.
2: Yeah. Oh, the show as a whole, yeah. I mean, even in the chamber, like, we've been pushing so hard for Samoa Joe to, for them to do something with them. Yeah. And... I mean, this isn't his, like, as much as I want Joe to win every single time he goes out there, 100% Kofi Kingston. I was like, he's going to be, Joe, it's okay, like, just take a back seat this time because this is Kofi's moment. And he, yeah, it was, again, like, I, I feel like
0: Joe wouldn't even mind. No, that. <laughs> I feel yeah, like he doesn't. No.
2: And I know he, I, I mean, I'm sure he's, hopefully he's biding his time, but yeah. I mean, he'll get there at some point, I hope. Yeah. But, um, he, he's just another one of those guys. If they give him the opportunity to shine, he's going to do it. Yeah. So it's, they've had other ideas. Yeah. Um, I think
0: a Kofi Kingston Samoa Joe match for the WWE title should happen this year. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great.
2: I will... I'm going to jump one week ahead, because I saw something on Twitter um, from the SmackDown afterwards. There's a big tag match with all six of the the Chamber guys in in it again. We'll talk about it more next week, but you were talking about, like, uh, an 11-, 12-year payoff, and... Kofi's only other time that he was almost at the top was in that feud with Randy Orton. I remember ago. that.
0: That was, a, and, we, yeah. we, we we saw that. We yeah. saw a good uh, payoff. Well, we didn't see a good payoff, but we were there for the payoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone on Twitter
2: posted uh, to a video side by side comparison. There was a match with Kofi and Randy Orton during that time yeah. where Orton went for a finisher, hit the RKO, and he was. After he hit it, he was just like yelling at Kofi like stupid, stupid, stupid before he pinned him. He's like super pissed at Kofi. In this tag match, Kofi Kingston gets Orton. He hits Orton and knocks him down with something. I don't remember what it was. Kofi Kingston in the ring yells at Randy Orton, stupid, stupid, stupid. (laughs) He did his own callback in the ring to that time when Randy Orton was being a super douche and yeah just putting it right back in his face all these years later oh i can't wait to see that i haven't yeah. seen it yet, and, so. and orton actually liked the tweet too so yeah. <laughs> i still think he's probably kind of a douche but nice. maybe he's actually grown up a bit
0: yeah how about we talk more about the uh women's tag title overall next show sounds like a good idea to me doesn't
2: it uh, if you want to yeah i mean elimination chamber as a whole i think there was a big dip in the middle of that show yeah the pre-show Buddy Murphy Tozawa, of course, it was really good. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Second best match of the night.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So then, I guess that
0: that's our uh, that's our big payoff there. Yeah. Elimination Chamber for the WWE title is the has to be at this point. I guess the supercard match of the month. Yeah, for sure. Big payoff there. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs>
2: the the rest of the show. I'm glad Balor is the IC champ. Sorry if I spoiled it, but yeah. man, that match was dumb. Yeah, like it was that, Russo was a, that
0: was a... Russo booking, exactly. It was Thank super
2: you. obvious that Balor was going to pin Leo Rush. Yeah. No. Why? Yeah. It was dumb. And now they're
0: going to break up the yeah. only thing that makes Bobby Lashley quasi-entertaining yeah. and watchable.
2: Ronda Rousey versus Ruby Riot. Why'd they even have the match? Why'd they do it? Mm-hmm. What was the point? It was just an excuse to get Ronda Rousey into the ring so she could have her segment with Charlotte and Becky. I know. It's a shame. It was like less than a
0: minute. Yeah. Ruby Riot deserves... So much more than that. We can talk
2: about it a little more on the yeah. next one because they had a rematch, and the rematch on Raw was actually good. No, yeah. um, Baron Corbin versus Braun Strowman. Uh, you fell asleep.
0: I did. Yeah, I really did. I wish I would have given you permission to film that just as proof, but I, <laughs> right. I, I truly did. Actually.
2: Yeah, I was I was getting there. Um, <laughs> but those were the three matches before the Chamber. Yeah. So, but the Chamber left us leaving happy. The Usos won the titles back. that was surprising it's a little bit surprising considering the the personal stuff (laughs) yeah
0: i think they did that to throw us off the path but hey i'll take it
2: yeah yeah as long as the usos won and uh, how is it okay for shane mcmahon the boss of one of the bosses but the de facto always their boss of smackdown how is it okay for him to keep putting himself in the title matches i don't know like how is he not a a a heel for doing that
0: Mm -hmm. I think there needs to be some sort of, you know, like there's always those big brouhaha's that they do in the ring whenever they're trying to make a new era. Yeah. Like they they force the, uh, you know, ruthless aggression era in that big powwow. Yeah. There needs to be a contract that's signed on television that no McMahon will ever wrestle <laughs> in a match ever again.
2: Or at least for a title.
0: But that's the thing. The talent has to take the show hostage for that to yeah, happen. Yeah. That needs to be one of the commandments. They need to have like a new commandment list, right. basically. The commandment era. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that'll that be like right. at least in the top two or three right there. That's how I feel. And Other, then... Otherwise, uh, I feel like we should dedicate this episode to the uh, Glamour Girls and the Jumping Bomb Angels. Yeah, right. <laughs> for their uh, being uh, erased out of history. Yeah,
2: for sure. And then of course the, the women's elimination chamber opened the show proper because yeah. the after the pre show. I it was okay. I I, mean, I wanted two other teams to win it. Yeah, we were I both voting for
0: the iconics and yeah. the riot squad. Yeah.
2: But I was okay with Bailey and Sasha. It was predictable and whatever. But...
0: Yeah, we had the I think going in we had the three tiers. Yeah we had the please don't. Yeah. We had the okay and then we had the yes please. Yes. And the one of the okay's won. Yes. Yeah, so it's fine.
2: And two of the yes pleases were out, numbers two and three in the chamber. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks Appreciate you. that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I enjoyed uh, speaking of, I enjoyed Nyan Nick Frost spot just to uh, call back to Nick Frost a little <laughs> yeah. bit. Nick Frost and Hot Fuzz lined up with Nyajax yeah. going through the pod. If we could make that video happen, please somebody. If, if we have any real listeners that have those kind of video skills, I need that. In my life, so please make it happen. Also kind of, one, show.
2: Kind of a, a World's End Nick Frost spot too. Remember when he's drunk and he tries to open the door and his arm goes through the glass? There you go. Yeah, I, yeah. That one too. I like that too. Okay. <laughs> uh, Yeah, so match of the month for January since we talked about oh, TV yeah. match of the month. So yeah. We didn't get to do it on the last one because we didn't talk about the last week.
0: Goodness, um, I think, got to go with Andrade versus Rey Mysterio, two out of three falls. I agree with that. Yes. Easy
2: enough. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was your TV match of the month for we, January.
2: We also skipped over Halftime Heat. Oh! Uh, there's not a lot to talk about with it, really. No. It was just a big, it was kind of like a tornado thing. It was just, it was really, to me, it felt like these three guys were fighting these three guys. They weren't necessarily teaming up. It was just, they happened to be fighting on against those other guys at the same time
0: this was a this was definitely a you haven't seen these guys yeah exhibition and that's fine
2: yeah just go out there do everything that you have ever done in this one match and yeah. make it last like 15 minutes 20 minutes
0: yeah hopefully there was that one guy at each super bowl party that was like you guys got a um, PS4? <laughs> yeah. Can we uh, get get this on the screen real quick? And We'll be back for the game. You know, like, hopefully there's one guy at each right. party that did this. Yeah. And you had an infinitely better halftime show because of it. Right. And that's really, truly what it's all about. Yeah. Nobody it's... got hit over the head with a bag of popcorn. Yeah,
2: thank you. And there was no camera in a forklift either. Yeah. So I'm thankful for that. Speaking of uh, PS4, real quick, before we get out of here, yeah. I want to say it reminded me of a match that we didn't talk about. It was the match where The Revival finally won the Raw Tag Team titles.
0: I can't believe we didn't talk about Yeah, titles.
2: we didn't talk about that. It was a really good match. Yeah. To me, watching it though, after like the, I don't know, 10 minute mark or whatever, when every single pinfall kept getting broken up, and it was fun and exciting. Sure. To me, it felt like the two of us facing each other in like WWE 2K whatever, <laughs> yeah. when we're both on a tag team and we can't control that other guy
0: oh yeah nice. that was yeah oh so the
2: other guy is always free to break up the pin and the match takes forever and yeah. it starts to get frustrating those because... old robbers vs smackdown yeah. tag matches yeah so, yeah oh. so that's what it felt like to me watching the match which kind of made me laugh
0: nice i like it good callback there a little full circle for us a lot of full circle on this episode yeah sure so yeah that that uh, i i'm i'm gassed out chris i gotta get out of here yeah it was, was a
2: gonna... lot for three weeks <laughs> all
0: right yeah we'll, we'll be back in a few weeks pretty much getting rid of the rest of february on the next show and uh you know i'm sure we'll have a lot more to talk about i want to talk about the revival some more so let's table that Okay. and uh yeah i guess uh i guess they're not uh gonna leave i guess they're not going all elite that was the other thing i was gonna say like
2: is that their reward for staying
0: i think so yeah think so? i mean <laughs> the fact that they had to ask to be fired yeah and then they get the belt instead you know that's uh I feel like that almost started a new era, <laughs> just yeah. in that one swoop. Yeah, sure. Talk more about that later. But you can hear all those episodes on, uh, what website is that, Chris?
2: cnjradio.com for the home of the Wrestling House Show and, of course, all of the CNJ Radio podcasts. Go to cnjradio.com and check us out on Facebook and Twitter, at House Show on Twitter. But they're all linked from the .com page for all of your wrestling music, movie stuff that you want to take a listen
0: to. Yeah, and the website for Wrestling House Show, Chris, I gotta put over Chris for a second here. I mean, does a great job with all of the websites on cnjradio.com and great non-spoiler reviews of every show, especially on WWE and it works a lot like a written version of the podcast. We don't give away too many results and gives you a good idea of what to watch and what not to watch, especially I, if you're a little behind.
2: I'll give you the option of seeing the results if you want. There's a little thing you can sure. click to, to expand it and make, you, make yeah. you see it. But I try not to spoil any matches on it. Yeah, it's Sometimes good... it's impossible to avoid.
0: Yes. So,
2: Before we get out of here, the Iconics were the smartest team. In the month of February I think already That match I just have to say Before we get out of here That match where It was the triple threat Tag team match On Smackdown To decide one of the two teams That started the match The iconic started the match Basically the loser Would start The elimination Yeah the iconic started the match i think it was peyton she tagged out immediately yes her and billy stayed on the corner and never once tagged back into the match
0: not only that but they at one point were just standing on the floor yeah. for a while they, they just d- stood
2: on the floor like just do what you got to do we're not going to win but we're not going to lose either and yeah. that's the point
0: yeah they're pretty great
2: so yeah they're, they're my smart party of the month yeah, i like it yeah. we should
0: have that every month <laughs> all right guys we'll see you on the next episode
2: bye
1: I- gentlemen, back by popular demand, an encore performance from Eric!
0: I feel good. See? I felt that. I instantly started doing the shrugs. That's how I know I'm ready.
3: See the shrugs on your The eyes and a guy That's what people want to see.
1: I play that guitar and the place you go Take me away to the place that's in your eyes. It's not far away. Just one step from paradise. I play the guitar and the place you go